I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturdays with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Thursday on this show. I'm mostly recovered, but not fully. I'll do my best today. we got a lot to get into. Last night, AEW Dynamite. What'd you think of their show? I thought it was a pretty good show. I had a couple things that, I, that I'd like to talk about here today, but uh, that should be a lot of fun. We've got NXT ratings. The show did very, very well again. We have an update on Leo Rush. He is injured. Scorpio Sky is also injured, which is changing a planned match for the show this weekend. Got an update on the Von Erich movie, Iron Claw, which now has a release date. And, of course, as always, we have the world-famous Dynamite Report. Tonight, Brian and Vinny's show, only for subscribers. We'll have even more time. Sometimes I do the... A report here, and people go, ah, you didn't talk about... Yeah, I know. I know. We only have a limited amount of time on this commercial radio program, but we have much more time tonight. And sometimes, particularly with NXT, I need more time, and I need the freedom to say bad words that I just can't say here on this program. But you will get the world-famous Dynamite Report here today with all of the most important notes and... uh and a lot, a lot more. Texas, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. On threads, Instagram, and Cameo, IMF4WOnline. And it's Christmas in July right now. You can get a Cameo, F4WOnline, 25% off. What are you waiting for? At Brian Alvarez on Twitter, which is no longer Twitter. Now it's X. It's X. Back in a moment. Observer Live. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, 
So we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashbacks not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget. The largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right. You, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. Did you miss me? Oh, you were gone yesterday. I forgot. Of course. Get out of here. That's because Lance yelled at you, didn't he? He didn't yell at me at all. He did a fine job. We did a great job yesterday. <laughs> Talking about how Abdul the Butcher was deceased, but he wasn't. <laughs> you know, we all make mistakes sometimes. It happens. Yep. We all make mistakes. But, uh, you know, some people don't let you live any mistake down. But I don't care. I apologized. And I will not apologize for giving 10 stars to Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii in the G1. You heard me right. Ten stars. Uh, ten stars. It was such a great match. 
And I don't care what Dave says. Ishii is my Ric Flair of the oh 2020s. Because Ric Flair... Would helicopter it around. Bro, every Ric Flair match, you knew exactly what was going to happen in every single solitary match. And it didn't matter because they were all great. And I could sit, I could wake up in the morning, I could put on a 12-hour best of Ric Flair comp, watch basically the exact same matches for 12 months, and I would never get tired of it. And it's ex exactly like Ishii. Dude, Ishii and Kingston, like, you know what it's going to be going in. All machismo. It's exactly when it's over what you expected it to be. Like, you didn't know who was going to win necessarily or, you know, what they were going to do here or there. But it's exactly what you expect. But it's awesome. And you could watch it over and over and over again and never get sick of it. So if you've not seen a Sheen Kingston, when this show is over, go watch it. For the love of God. Drunken dad settling a dispute over fantasy football, just out there brawling about. And it does get tiring to see the, I'm going to chop you, you chop no, me. No, it does not. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish here. In a lot of cases, it gets done too much and it gets done too often. It's just one of those things that, that kind of happens in every single match we see this. But there are specific cases and times where, if if it wasn't there, if I didn't have the Kobashi chop spot in the corner, it wouldn't be a Kobashi match. If I didn't have the Kojima chop spot and elbow in the corner, it wouldn't be a Kojima match. And with Tomohiro Ishii, should he do it against Mikey Nichols? Should he do it against Tangaloa or somebody like that? No, I think they should actually, you know, limit it. But against Eddie Kingston? Are you kidding me? That's what I signed up for. That's what I'm here for. And they are two unique fan favorites that are completely unsinkable and they are perfect opponents for each other period and i was it the best match on the show i say no because i thought jeff cobb and zach saber jr was the best match but will this be your favorite match ishii and kingston yeah you'd probably say that other one may have been the best match but i really liked watching this one more those two guys just have it with each other you see i disagree because i like to imagine in my head the idea of Ishii versus Satnam Singh. <laughs> and I want them to have the same exact match that well, they had here. And another what, one. That's fair. If I it's a imagine. Guy, that's fine. I imagine Ishii versus Marco Stunt. Oh, come on. I'd want to see the Get same match no. with that little troublemaker. Now, we got Where other news to talk about here. Back under the rock again. We have uh, Dynamite. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, uh, you know, there are a couple things I want to talk about with Dynamite. I could talk about it more tonight, but... It wasn't an awful show. The first thing is, uh, man, Ty and Britt are getting it on Twitter today. Ooh. Because people are just not very nice. Was that like a great match? It wasn't a great match. No, it wasn't. Okay? No. But you know what? You know what? It wasn't a great match, but however long it went, 10 minutes, they had a rough three or four minutes at the beginning, and then they managed to get on the same page. They got the crowd from not caring to caring. They got the crowd into what they did at the end. The crowd popped very big for the finish, 
And at the end of the day, that's your job as a wrestler. Could it have been better? Of course. But, man, people were so hard on that match. And then, of course, you know, it depends on, on if you like Britt Baker or not, whether you're going to blame anything on her, okay? Now, listen, I don't want to sit here and, like, say anything about Taya because the thing with Taya is she can be hard to have a good match with. And it's not because she sucks or she's bad or anything like that. She spent a lot of time in Mexico. She spent a lot of time wrestling men. And when you have someone that works a certain style, sometimes you have an issue, two people meshing their styles together. That doesn't mean anybody sucks. Now, it was Taya's fault, that wheelbarrow thing, but it's like one spot. It's one spot, and they got the rest of the thing going, and everything turned out fine in the end. So I don't know why everybody has to be so angry, and, you know, this is not easy for the performers. I mean, you can see tweets today. Like, that's, what they, that's what people do, I don't Brian. know, dude. Get out of here. Look, you saw it at the beginning of the match where Taya, Taya is so much better in Mexico where the level of talent is different and the style of work is different, and I think she's she really stands out that way. You know, she had a match with Delmi XO. I saw an MLW that basically ran her out of there when she signed with AEW, and it was okay, and, and she's a much better, bigger fish in a smaller pond in some cases, but... She's not a great leader of a match. And Britt Baker, for as great of a personality as she is, as much of a blue chip as she is, she's a star for them, and she deserves to be. She is good in getting better, but she is really inexperienced too. So you cannot expect her to be, you know, Okada or Asuka or a lot of other people. It's just, unfortunately, that's where they're at right now. But was it the worst match in the world or anything like that? No. And, I, you know, I watched the the show before we came on today and i had seen all the banter about how weak of a show this was and in reality it wasn't i thought they did a good job stringing things together through the three shows through rampage and orange and and, and all that stuff with moxley and then what they were going to do on collision i thought it was i thought it was i thought it was a really solid show so i not, not all shows can be Grand Slam home runs. Sometimes they just have to set a table, and I thought they did a good job with that last night, even if you didn't love all of the matches that they had on there. I got one more thing I want to say about the show, but before that, we'll do a couple of notes. The NXT show, 703,000 viewers, second highest audience total since June 20th, and it did a .23 in 18-49, to and I forget what Dave said the demo was in 18 to 34, but it was like really big. Like it did a bigger demo in 18, 18 to 34 than Raw does some weeks. So, you know, the answer obviously is the Judgment Day, okay? Now, if you look at the quarters, the Judgment Day as a whole, Dom and Rhea, you know, they elevated the overall audience of the show. Like people tuned in to see them. They were not. They were not the highest-rated quarters on the show. And in fact, this has happened before on NXT, and I don't really have an explanation for it. But uh, for some reason, several times now, there will be a quarter on NXT that is so completely random, and it will do a sky-high number. And I don't have it in front of me, but it was like, 
they had a segment that had about five different things in it. There was like the end of a match, a backstage deal, a backstage deal, a commercial, and like just a bunch of random things. And it did like 760,000 viewers for that random segment. And I don't know why it happens, but it does. But, you know, overall, I mean, Rhea being on the show and Dom being on the show, it is it is greatly elevated NXT. They're way up year over year, uh, up 17% in total viewers, up 77% in 18 to 49. So uh, it's a big, big increase by, lo and behold, having main roster stars on the show, which we talked about how they should have done for years. But anyway, back in a moment with more Observer Live. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 
800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right. The other thing I got to talk about here. Do I have to shut this chat down? I probably should. Uh-oh. People are going to take this the wrong way. <laughs> Let me make this clear. I'm not attacking AEW. I'm not attacking Tony Khan. I'm just trying to give my thoughts, and maybe I hesitate to say advice. But listen. So they did a match at the end of, of Dynamite last night, and uh, it was a three-way tag. It was the best friends versus Mockley and Claudio versus the Lucha Bros in a in a three-way tag match, okay? Now, I thought the match was great. I loved the match. But they're doing this match. This is the main event. They're doing this match. They're doing all this stuff. They're doing all of this craziness. And uh, ultimately, at the end, Orange Cassidy comes down. Moxley just pummels this guy. And Moxley had attacked him earlier in the show as well. Trent had the win in the ring on Claudio, but Claudio was not legal. So Penta then hit Trent with the package pile driver, and he pinned him. And then when the match is over, they just all keep fighting each other. They're all brawling each other. And uh, this other wild brawl breaks out, and they announce, Next week, as a result of this, it is Penta, Moxley, and Trent in a three-way. I was like, what in God's name is going on? What is happening? Okay? And then, you know... <laughs> Got to build to the singles match, obviously. Somebody uh, on the board was like, I can't believe the same Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer that watched the Ring of Honor pay-per-view have forgotten that... Uh, blah, and they're going on and on about this. Okay. Okay, listen. Orange punched somebody, which made the BCC mad. That's why the BCC went after Orange. Okay. But, like, Orange punching somebody didn't lead to anything bad with the BCC. Claudio still won that match. And then, like, Claudio is still mad at Pac, even though he beat him. They're they're all angry at Pac. The best friends, I presume, are involved because Orange is one of the best friends. Sure. Okay, listen. This is my point, okay? This is my point. And I have two things I have to say before I get to my point. Do you, re- do you remember when we were in uh, Vegas for the last uh, Double or Nothing or whatever? And Dave and I did a Q&A that Saturday. Do you guys remember this? Yes. Okay. Well, the time that we got for the Q&A was like 10 a.m. on Saturday. Okay? That's the time that we could get the whatever. So we tell Dave, and Dave goes, we can't do it at 10 a.m. And we're like, why? He goes, there's a WWE pay-per-view on at 10 a.m. Our audience will not buy tickets. They're going to be watching the pay-per-view. And I was like, well, hold on a second. I know that you always watch the pay-per-views live, okay? But I'm telling you, if we run a Q&A head-to-head with the W, everyone else is going to be okay with watching it later. He goes, no. This is, you know, they're they're in the WWE lately. I get the feedback. Like, they're not going to buy tickets. And so anyway, we just booked it for 10 a.m. And, uh, and we sold all the tickets, okay? I once... Went to a Tony Khan press conference, and somebody asked a question that I think kind of insulted him a little bit. And uh, 
he went on, I swear to God, it was like a 40-minute, like, he ran down the booking of every single thing that had happened, dating back like two years. And, and not only do you remember every last single thing that happened, but he knew, like, the building it happened in, and he knew the date that it happened, and he talked about how, well, this also happened in this building because this thing happened, and he's just going on off hey, the a, top of his head for like 40 minutes. A good accountant with his books keeps his receipts. And I looked over at Dave, and even Dave's eyes were like, huh, what's happening here? Here's my point, okay? Tony Khan is a brilliant guy. Okay? He has whatever, if it is real, a photographic memory would be. He remembers everything. Absolutely, positively everything. And when he books, everything is like, you know, you could make a flow chart and da 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 Okay? Dave is very, very passionate about pro wrestling. Okay? So when you, and I'm sure I do this, and everybody does this, whatever your brain does, you can fall into the trap of believing that everybody's brain does that, okay? Now, there are fans who have brains like Tony Khan, and they're the ones that get mad at me. Brian, how do you forget that this or that or whatever, and this person did this here and, and that? Listen, I don't have a brain like that. And I would guess that if you put 20 people in a room, 18 also would not, okay? So... I understand that you can put all of this stuff together in all sorts of different ways. But, like the ROH pay-per-view, for example. Like the stuff that dates back to the ROH pay-per-view. Blood and Guts, uh, T TNT, TBS execs, they were thrilled with Blood and Guts. They sent out this press release. They're like, two and a half million people watch Blood and Guts. And, of course, you sit here going, well, two and a half million people? That's not how many people. Actually, it is. Because they take every person who watched even a portion of Dynamite. And if you add all those people together, you will get over 2.5 million people. Now, obviously, for SmackDown, that does 2.5 million viewers, if you take every person that watched a portion of SmackDown, you're looking at like 5 million viewers. That's why every now and then, WWE will send out this press release and go, 15 million people watched WWE programming on TV this week. You're like, what? Well, yeah, if you take every single human being that watched a portion of the show... Okay, so my point is, maybe... 100,000 people bought that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Probably 2 million people watched some portion of Dynamite last night. So if you're talking about things that happened at the ROH pay-per-view, you're talking about one out of every 20 people that watched a portion of Dynamite saw that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. So to me, it's like, yeah, I understand that you can connect all of these dots in very intricate ways, and this happens a lot in AEW, but, you know, you, you have to book a product where a person that doesn't watch everything or remember everything that happened on what show, on what day, in what building, is going to remember all of this stuff. And, like, I, I watched it, and yeah, you can explain all of it to me, but then we have, okay, what is the big picture? Well, the big picture is, right before this match... They announced on Rampage that a bunch of random teams, none of which are really main event teams, are going to be in the second Battle Royal in seven days, and the winning team is getting a tag team title shot. And when the main event was over, I was like, you have three great tag teams here. 
the best friends, Moxley and Claudio, and the Lucha Bros. They did a three-way main event in a tag team match. A team won. And they're not getting a tag team title match. They're, it's leading to a three-way singles match. What? Now, I'm not saying that Tony is a horrible booker. I'm not saying he's an idiot. I'm not attacking the company. I'm just saying that this is one of those things that I feel that AEW could improve upon, which is the forest from the trees. What is the big picture that a normal viewer sees? Not somebody who is a diehard, remembers every single solitary thing. What is a normal person thinking when they watch this show? That's who you need to largely be booking for. If you want to have the... Um, you know, the Easter egg here, the Easter egg there. Oh, my God, can you... They they did a, a callback from something that happened a year and a half ago. Well, if you're in the know, that's awesome. But you can't presume that everybody is going to get all of this, these interconnected things. Sometimes it just has to be a little more simple. That's all I'm saying. Just a little more simple. So when I say I don't understand what happened in the main event, like what's going on, yeah, I get that three of the people in the tag match are now having a singles match. Why? What? Like, yeah, I know three three months from now I could probably look back and go, okay, that's the seed that was planted and everything like that. But we're having a tag team battle royal for a title shot? Like, why are these three teams not in the title picture? I know. I know. Why Why is it when they were booking all of those trios so well that they couldn't get their tag team division, you know, humming at the same time exactly? And then it was, you know, the opposite then we were having tag team matches and the it's like there's just it's a balance it's a balance issue and they have to try to find it and you can't do what soap operas do and have the thing at the beginning where you you know run through this is previously what you missed on young and the rest well you or, can you can but it it defeats the purpose and it it shows it would be cheating in some ways as far as your creativity because that's what you're supposed to be building in and wiring in in your show and they just don't have that balance. And they've and they've oftentimes, really, probably more often than not, haven't had that balance. Doesn't mean the shows have been bad. Doesn't mean that things haven't been getting done. But there's still something. It's like their production. There's still a level that they have to get to that, whether it be sound mixing or missing a shot or this or that. I mean, they've had problems from Jump Street. And at, at first, it was because... And I remember you kind of got at me about this. It's like you're bringing in guys who... Even though they're really good and experienced, they would make a lot of mistakes on Impact or in WCW, and then we, we've seen them do the same thing here. Now they've been borrowed in different guys from WWE. They've, they've Again, the, a lot of the aesthetics are good, but the production's just not there. It's very inconsistent. So are these shows sometimes. So they still obviously have a place to get to. I do want to throw this in here just because you brought it up at break. The 9 o'clock hour on, on NXT was the one that actually yes. jumped. And it was almost exclusively it was all random backstage, backstage stuff. Yes. How many viewers did it do? It did. It was some crazy number. 760,000 760, viewers. And 324,000 in the 18 to 49 demo. And you talked about the 18 to 34, 153,000 people, 18 to 34. That's a lot. That crushed, uh, it crushed Rampage, and uh, yeah, it crushed Rampage for sure. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Everyone seems to be thinking that Moxley is going to beat Orange Cassidy for that title here at one of the next two pay-per-views, but I will be sad because this Orange Cassidy title run is an all-timer he faced A.R. Fox in the opener. They did this long video with Darby explaining why he owed everything to A.R. Fox. A.R. Fox took him in when he was living in his car. There might not be a Darby without A.R. Fox, so he wanted a favor. Orange Cassidy does the match. This match is so great. 
They're just countering everything. This is awesome. Chance is awesome. Finally, Orange pins this guy. His 27th title defense. And Orange shakes his hand afterwards, puts the sunglasses on him. He starts celebrating. Fox crumples up the sunglasses, and he knocks out Orange. Leaves to a chorus of booze. <laughs> so Darby then runs down, starts shoving him, asking what's going on. You're embarrassing me. Chews him out, tells him to get backstage. And then Moxley hits a ring, and he absolutely kills Orange Cassidy with the lariat and the death rider. Orange is dead for the moment. And we have Jericho and Don Callis backstage. And Don convinces him to do a match teaming up with Takeshita. And after Jericho agrees, he goes, I got a great I got a great set of opponents, Sammy and Daniel Garcia. Now Jer- Jericho's like, oh, man, I wasn't expecting that. Then Don does the old, well, you don't have to do the match. Jericho's like, I'll do it. Don says, man, that's great. Celebrate, I got something for us. It is an oil painting of Don and Chris Jericho built like Greek gods with their flowing 1995 hair. And yes, bad news is smiling down from heaven. Oh, my God. Absolutely died. And Jericho looks at this and he goes, yeah, I can't really carry that around everywhere. Don goes, don't worry, I got a perfect place for it. I'll handle this. He goes off. But hey, did you notice, and I could be wrong about this, did it seem like Don's scar was more pronounced this week? I think that, uh, I think that, let's not be fools here. They're putting some makeup on that thing. But you know what? Who cares? This is you think incredible. Heath Ledger really had a cut from here to here? It's fake. <laughs> An incredible segment when you just look at the subtle sliminess of Don Callis. It was excellent. This was an excellent segment. We had Claudio and Wheeler doing a promo. Don't mess with the Blackpool Combat Club. Moxley celebrated the death of Orange and said, Pac, you guys are going to regret it. That's a lot of people feuding in one segment. Hook uh, apparently is taking a train somewhere. <laughs> and old Jack, Hook. Jack Perry comes out. And it was a weird promo. First, he like totally buries the FTW title. Says, this is not what I was talking about when I said a singles title. But then he goes, ever since I touched it, it's the real deal. So I don't know if he likes the FTW title or not. And then, I presume Taz must have known about this. But man, he goes, I'm the best wrestler to get within 100 feet of this belt. Taz... I'd run circles around you and all your dirtbag friends back in the day. And they cut to Taz, and Taz just like, he goes, whatever. I died. The way he was smiling, he probably didn't know it was coming, because that, yeah, that was good. So Jerry Lynn comes out, ECW chance. He says, you keep talking, you're going to get your butt kicked. Jungle Boy says, who's going to kick my butt? And Jerry drops the mic. Now, they very much teased that these guys were going to have a match next week. But then, when the show was over, they put up the graphic that just said a face-to-face. So, I think Jack's just going to beat him up. Britt Baker did a promo. She shall remind us it is the Brit show. Pac versus Gravity after all these years. I was actually disappointed. They only got like four minutes, two of which was during the break. And then Pac just gave him the top rope brainbuster, brutalizer, submitted him. That was it. 
I'll tell was, you what, I, I'd like sad. to see Gravity a little bit more than Commander, and this is nothing against Commander, but I, I want to say he's the one-trick pony, but Gravity seemed to have a... I really haven't seen him before, so to actually see him out there and going, I'd kind of like to see more of him. Then we had MJF, Cole, and FTR doing promos for Saturday. So MJF grabs a mic from Cole, and man, he buries particularly Dax. Like, all he really said about Cash was that, you know, you you have a mullet in 2023, which is not actually that unusual. Like, Jey Uso has a mullet. Don't you watch hockey? But then, man, he goes, Dax, yours Yosemite Sam-looking butt. headed Yosemite Sam. He goes, I'm going to take my fist on the 29th. I'm going to punch you so hard in the face, you'll have no choice but to spit out CM Punk's jockstrap. Ooh. We're winning the titles on Saturday because we're better than you and you know it. And then Cole says, you know, Max, when this started, it was about the title, but we became friends. Never thought I'd enjoy this as much as I did. So I just want you to know, I mean, I meant nothing holding that title. I was just giving it to you. Your friendship means the world to me. You're not just a friend. You're one of my best friends. And MJF says, you know, I've been thinking a lot too. Win, lose, or draw this Saturday... I'm giving you a rematch for this title because I know how much it means to you. Cole is so excited, and then Roderick comes up in his neck brace, and he starts screaming at MJF. He doesn't trust him, and Cole pulls him off and basically tells him, you're pushing me away, dude. I love you like a brother, but, man, you're just out of your mind here. So he goes to leave. Roddy grabs him. Cole shoves his hand off and says, boundaries. Look, I know a lot of this has been played for yucks and laughs between MJF and Cole, but they've had these cameras following them around. I kind of would have liked to add some drama and some gravity to this, at least a little bit more, as after they cut that promo, because Cole was just staring a hole through the camera as MJF was doing his promo, where they could have broken that up and started walking away, and then Cole pulls him away, and then Roddy comes in, and they do some of that to make it, again, it just make it a, add some drama to it. I wish they kind of would have went a little bit more in that direction, although I still think a direction that they're going in here is I could look Roddy is Roddy is going to go with one of those two guys. It's just a matter of who the bad guys are going to be. And at this point, boy, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. It just how does Britt Baker then play into that later? You know, if if they're going to turn them heel, I don't think they will. It'll probably be MJF. But Cole as a heel with Strong, man, it's not the worst thing in the world. And if you're looking for a big match for Wembley, even though it makes no sense. Jamie Hayter against Britt Baker would be that match, although they'll probably do Tony Storm. And we had FTR doing a promo, and Cash buries MJF. He likes Adam Cole, but he does not trust MJF at all. And then Dax cuts his promo and says, Adam, you're an all right guy, but you beat me, and you're not going 2-0. and And I'm not going to yell and scream like Max. I'm not going to get all gimmicked up. This is real life for me. I saw that dancing you did. Thought it was hilarious, making a mockery of the tag team division, tag team wrestling, tag team titles. There will be no singing and dancing on Saturday. It's going to be a fight. I'm going to beat the S out of you, Max. And if you said something about my wife and daughter, I'm going to rip your eyeballs out. For different reasons, all sorts of different reasons, they have blended real life in the drama of wrestling very well, actually, between these four. I'm looking forward to that match. Swerve and Darby, they had a great match. They are incapable of not having a great match. And then finally, Darby hits the stunner, 
They fight up top. Swerve gives him a DD, DVD off the uh, post to the ring apron. Nana takes the ref. Nick goes after Nana. And a masked dude posts Darby. Swerve hits a JML driver for the pin. Masked dude gets in the ring. It is A.R. Fox. Swerve and Fox destroy Darby. They hit Nick in the face with the skateboard. A.R. Fox now part of the embassy. I hope we see something on Rampage or Collision about A.R. Fox being very upset with the way Darby Allen came at him. The man was emotional after losing a match. All he did was crunch up some glasses, and you go out there and you berate that man like that? I'd get inside my feelings, too. Smart move by Mogul Associates. Jericho met with the Appreciation Society. Long story short, they wanted him to get his stuff together and figure this out, or they're no longer giving him 100%. We had Britt versus Taya, which we talked about it's earlier. It's a very sad situation when Daddy Magic's nipples aren't hard anymore. We can't, we can't have this. Britt countered into the lockjaw off the road to Valhalla for the submission. Fans were to the finish. Then they focused in on that sign, book the women better, or whatever it was. So, and, again, uh, production could probably, you know. You know, I, I, I got to keep doing this review, but I will say one thing going back to what I said in the previous segment. The other thing with the women is it doesn't have to be intricate. It doesn't have to be complicated. The fans just want to see something. Like you have a lot of women. I know some of them are hurt, but this can be done. Just do some simple stories. Everything's all right. Everything does not need to be interconnected. Maybe no kendo stick matches, though. Sheeta and Nyla Rose are having another match coming up. And we've got the tag team. (laughs) They could have a kendo stick match. Battle Royal. And then, yeah, best friends Moxley and Claudio and the Lucha Bros. We talked about this earlier as well. And uh, the match itself was great. They actually kind of did it backwards. Like, usually you you end with a spot where everybody hits a big move on everybody else. They actually did that in, like, the first minute. And then they, you know, got some heat, best friends, everything. And then we had the, uh, the big spots there at the end. And uh, Orange came out, as noted. And, man, Orange comes out for revenge. He did not get any revenge. He came down to the ring, and Moxley grabbed him, and he beat the bejesus out of this guy. And he's just killing him, and then they they have another shot, and Moxley's just like, he's literally just choking him to death. Right before the finish, he's just holding him down there like a child, like a bully on a a kid at school. It was terrible. He squeezed the pulp out of that orange. Yes, he did. He juiced orange. He did. And then uh, Penta hit Trent with the package pile driver and won. And now we have a three-way next week. Yeah. Look, that, uh, you know, Jerry Lynn, obviously they're telling a story there. That was probably underwhelming for some people as far as he and Jungle Boy. But, it's look, it's a, it's a match. It's a good match to have. And I do like that A.R. Fox has probably deserved a shot for a long time. I don't know why it took so long for him to get to this moment, but... You know, he has done a lot of training with Moose and Austin Theory and AC Mack. He's had some guys there. Leon Ruff is another one of his guys, but Alex Kane and MLW now. He and Nick Wayne, I think him helping Nick, all in that storyline, Nick's in there with the best people he could possibly be, with people he already knows and has worked with, with Darby Allen and Swerve, and then with A.R. Fox's experience and his style of working, which is, again, very much what Nick Wayne is is doing right now. I think this is the best possible scenario, and I know a lot of people are probably going to roll their eyes at Nick Wayne being involved in going through a gauntlet, possibly of mogul embassy people, 
But that's also not the worst thing in the world, as long as it's not him getting killed by Khan all the time. Should mention, by the way, a couple of injuries, including Leo Rush, who just won the X Division title. That stinks. He is injured, and he's going to be uh. out of action. Although he said it was only going to be about a month. Good. He called it a not serious injury, which could be like a very minor uh, separated shoulder because those do heal quick. But uh, the other one is is Scorpio Sky. So I don't know what happened to Scorpio Sky, except he got injured yesterday. And uh, I think it was yesterday. He was injured during the Rampage taping. So, yes, it was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. And I was told that when it happened, they were worried that it was bad. But today it looks like it may not be that bad. So it looks like he's going to be all right. So uh, maybe they'll do that match uh, sooner rather than later. But that's the update. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing. That's 800-915-9654. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. 
We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. the story of him and A.R. Fox. Hey, what the heck has been wrong with my camera? They're, they're jumping on me in the chat here. About what, is something wrong here? It looks the same nobody, to nobody me. Nobody has alerted me. You're always blurry. Really? That's my life. I know. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know why they're upset. Oh. see what else we got here. This person says, For all the cries of booking the AW women's division better, it sure seems like people tear apart the women's matches when they get them. Yeah, they sure do. Isn't that funny? Mm. Isn't that funny? They need to. They need to find the NXT formula, except more wrestling and and don't debut people as fast. It just there's there's got to be there's got to be a better way, and I don't know what it is as far as the development of some of the personalities and the women in AEW. They have they have talent there. It's just again, it's a consistency thing, and it really, in a lot of cases, is an experience thing. And you can't be on and off TV and and go disappear for a while and then come back. It's it's tough. Nyla Rose is one of the only ones who can do that because of her personality. Is just you know go away for a while and then people really are excited about seeing her come back. Same thing with her car Ushida. They got to figure out a better formula for all this. But it says if WWE was to strip the tag titles from Zayn and Owens due to injury, did they split the Ron Smack? I don't think they're going to strip them. I think that Kevin's, I mean, Kevin was wrestling on the cracked rib. Like, if they need him, he can. And I don't know how long it's going to take to heal, but I, don't, I, I would be very, very, very surprised if they stripped the titles. Anyway, we're out of here. Thanks, Mike. As always, callers and listeners up in the studio back tomorrow with more Wrestling Observer Live tonight. The Brian and Vinny Show, WrestlingObserver.com. Check it out. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.